All right, joining me right now is Anthony Leone. He is part of Bali MMA. He's actually the owner of Bali MMA, but also a fighter who fights under the ACB banner. What's going on, man? What's up, man? How are you? Good, good. Uh, first of all, how did you, you know, you're American, and I know you lived in Phuket for a while, but how did you end up in Bali out of all the places? Yeah, we were, um, in, me and my brother were in Phuket for a minute, and uh, we were just looking for something a little bit better, a little bit, uh, Phuket was just so saturated, it was just a little bit crazy there, and we kind of grew up surfing, and we knew Bali had amazing waves, and kind of one thing led to another. We uh, got in touch with our Indonesian investor and partner, and um, just like, oh, it just worked out. We just opened up a gym, and uh, he was all out, he was all on board for it. Yeah, you guys uh, in the past few years have created a uh, amazing team out there, and you yeah. basically become the elite gym in that country. How does it feel mm -hmm. to be able to accomplish so much in a, such a short period of time? Um, you know, we kind of set our goals pretty high and, our, and our, all our standards are really high coming from like uh, America and our wrestling background. And, you know, we know what we need to do to be successful. So we don't really feel like we accomplished, uh, really like, I mean, it's, we didn't set our, we didn't accomplish our goals, you know, yet. So it's not like, um, we look at it and be like, oh, we're relieved we accomplished something. We still have our sets really high, um, our standards really high and, there's a lot of things that we that we want to get done. We haven't accomplished anything of what we want to get done yet. So we want to be able to produce champions. Uh, we want to get local champions, Indonesians out there, and um, just keep on building our small but very successful fight team. How is the um, MMA community out there in Indonesia? Because it's not really famous for that type of, you know, sport. You're right. It's not. And expect and three and a half years ago, almost four years ago, when I first moved here, here, not a lot of people knew about MMA and that it wasn't, it wasn't a big thing. And, um, you could really see it changing. You re you could really see the, the landscape and the market change of Indonesia. I mean, there's one pride that's on TV here in Indonesia now. And, um, we have some fighters that are Indonesian. They're, they're, they're known, they're famous. We have other fighters. Like, I don't know if you know, F Ting, but like, you go, he got pulled over the, the other day when he was here last week by the police and the police just wanted to pull him over because they knew who he was. Huh. So it's definitely the market has changed and um, MMA is becoming, uh, is becoming very popular out here. Yeah, um, Kangoo fight night. You got flamethrowers. Yeah. Uh, Jiu-jitsu, you got kickboxing, you got the variety of, you got every combat sport going down. Like what made yeah. you come up with that? environment well it's changu fight night well we kind of i mean it wasn't something we really came up with i mean you just we kind of just started hosting these in-house fights and basically we let the people speak and what what they wanted to see kind of and we just started throwing other things into the mix and now it's become super popular um we get like 350 people at this event at our gym and it's it's really a, a crazy experience. I've never, I've been in a lot of fights in my life and I've never seen this before where it's kind of like a party slash fights and people are taking it seriously, but they're, everybody's really having a great time. Yeah. So you get a, it's kind of crazy. You get a party and a big fight. You get a fight, a lot of a fight card and a big party all in one. Yeah. It makes me want to go to Bali and like set my trip up so <laughs> I could actually 
hit up one of those fight nights to experience that environment because I've seen the videos online. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last week of May, we'll, we'll be doing our, uh, we'll be doing another one. And then um, we're actually taking it to, uh, there's this really big beach bar, um, a really famous one here in Changu. And they, uh, they decided they would like to host one um, at the end of the July. So uh, we're going to actually move it and it's going to be even, it's going to really be way, way bigger. You know, we'll be able to fit over a thousand people and stuff. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy. You've been fighting for a while, you know, Bellator, WEC, Strike Force. Now you're in ACB. You're only 30 years old though. But do you yeah. kind of consider yourself like an OG or a veteran of the game? Um, you know, I don't, I, I didn't used to, you know, cause I, st I really started MMA when I was 20 and I, I have only been doing it for 10 years, like training and stuff. So I, I took my first fight and it kind of just snowballed and happened really fast. And maybe I shouldn't have went in that direction of going to these super high caliber fights just yet. I should have held back. So, but now, you know, we got a lot of new guys on our team and, you know, a lot of guys that are younger guys that are looking for advice and, you know, I'm probably the most ex most experienced. Hello, most mm -hmm. experienced guy out of the bunch with as many fights I've and you know shows I've been in. So, I I feel more of I've taken on this role of a veteran and and a, and a leader on our team. And um, but OG, you know, there's a lot of OGs out there, and I'm not one of them, and um, not yet. So I'm just I'm I feel young still, man. I, I feel young, so I still got a lot of fight left in me. How long do you think you're going to fight for? How long? How many more years do you got left in? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I could probably fight till I'm 40, you know, it really depends on where I'm going, um, in my career. And, uh, yeah, just where I'm going. I, I, I'm going to fight for a while, you know, as, as long as I'm doing the things that I'm able to do still, and I'm still competitive and I'm still, I'm winning fights. You know, I'm not here just to really be like, just to go and fight, man. I really want to climb up the ranks and I really want to be a champ. That's always been my goal since day one. So those are the goals. And um, I'm going to keep on training my ass off until I reach those goals, you know. And if I don't feel like it's going that way in maybe four or five years, then we're going to have to take a step back and look. But until then, man, I'm going to keep on training my ass off and, and try to fight to be the best fighter in the world. Yeah, you're, uh, you're headlining – ACB 85 in Italy on yeah. the 21st. Your brother, Andrew, yeah. he's also headlining one championship in Manila on the 20th. So you guys are both training at the same time concurrently. How, does, how helpful is that? Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's a, we've never – I don't know if we've ever had this before. And – um it's it's pretty crazy. Andrew got the call. He he knew he was fighting, and then I got the call like two weeks after him. And um, at first, I was like, you know, I really want to, I want to go to Andrew's fight. I want to be there. I want to help him. And then we kind of talked to him, like, man, let's just let's just do it, you know. So, but man, it's been an amazing camp because we have a lot of good fighters at our camp right now, and the team is growing a lot. And um, man, we have a lot of. We also have a lot of fights coming up as well, and to have Andrew right beside me, beside me every day, and he's trying not to just fight, like train. He's trying to win every single round. He's trying to win every single position. And man, Andrew's one of the best guys I've ever like. He's one of the best, you know. He's he 
when he's on, he's one of the best, and he's he's on. He really has devoted himself to this camp, and you know I've never seen as much hard work from Andrew in my life. You know he's just one of those naturally talented dudes, and um, he's in it. So it's been a crazy camp. I mean, you can see my black eye. You know that's thanks to Andrew, and man, we've been pushing each other to the max every single day. Are you a, a game plan guy? Do you got, are you a guy that studies film or do you just focus on yourself when you're in camp for every single fight? Mm, uh, you know, I would be, I think it would be silly if I didn't watch any tape, if I had tape, you know, I would, it would be silly not to, for me to see my opponent's tendencies or the way he moves. So of course I watch some fights, um, a game plan. There is always a little bit, there's, um, not so much game plan step by step, but there's things I want to do. Um, things not so much. I'm trying to avoid, I'm going in there to implement my strongest points, you know, and then he's going to have to worry about the way I look at it. He's going to have to worry about that. So we just look to see his patterns, his movement. And then, uh, and then we just, we go from there. Yeah. Your opponent at ACB 85, Bagomed Jainazov, he, if you watch his tape, you know, I've watched his tape. I'm interviewing you, so I need to know what, you know, what type of fighter he is. In my opinion, I kind of see a one-dimensional fighter. Do you agree with that? Yeah, there's, um, man, he's, he is one of the weirder. This is, this is my fourth Russian I fought. And they all have very similar traits or attributes or things they train, right? It's very clear. Um, and he's one of those guys. But then there's, like, tapes where I'm like, you know, uh, he's all right. Then there's other tapes where I'm like, man, well, where did this come from? Like, he, he does some stuff. He loses the first round. usually comes out in the second round. And if, if the guy just – if the other guy kind of holds back, he does this little explosive movement, and then he goes for the kill. And it's like, it's like where did – it's kind of tricky, you know. He's a little tricky guy to read. So um, there's definitely things you got to worry about for him. Um, man, in, when I was in Phuket – I trained with a lot of Dagestan guys, a lot of Chechens. So I kind of got a read on what they do, on, on what they're really good at. And, um, man, they're, they're, they're some of the toughest individuals in the world. And they, I was in Dagestan. Every single person has cauliflower. I'm, I'm talking to you go to the airport. The airport dude's got cauliflower. I mean, they're all wrestling at three, four years old. So, you know, it's going to be a tough fight. But I don't think he has the, the tricks, the skills, and uh, – He's not – I don't think he's on my level. You said it's going to be a tough fight. What exact challenges does he pose to you? He – you know, he, he – uh, he's going to – he's going to try to wrestle me, I believe. I believe he's going to take that shot late in the first round, midway through the second round if it goes there. You know, he's always going to take that shot. Those guys are really strong there too, you know. Um – his stand-up's not great. He doesn't throw a lot of punches. Throw some spinning kicks, so we got to keep an eye out for that. Gotta, I just got to defend a takedown. Sometimes his ground and pound's really good. Sometimes it's really not. When he's on his back, he doesn't really do that much. Kind of, He, he kind of, to me, if I look at him, he looks like he wants to be in the fight, but he looks like he doesn't want to lose. He doesn't look like he wants to win, like you win as bad as, you know, like I want to win. I want to win more than anything. And I don't know if he has that. So I think if it's going to go into the second and third round, I think that's where we're going to see him start to break, and I'm going to overtake those that, that fight for sure. I guarantee that.
you when you debuted for ACB, you started as a flyweight. Then you moved up to bantamweight. Well, why did you transition? Oh man, I almost, man, I almost died making that weight. I oh. mean, I walk around at like seventy-five kilos, seventy-four kilos. Are you, you know, kilos? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I gave, I wanted to give it a shot, and um, I gave it three shots, and every single one of those fights. Obviously, it's really hard to make the weight, but I just never performed well. I never felt like I, uh, my body did some weird stuff. It held on to water like a lot. Um, man, I, I went from 57 kilos to 75 kilos in two days. So I, I went through this thing called what is it called, Liv? Anemia? Anema? Edema. Uh, yeah, edema. Uh -huh. And uh, my body just retained everything. And um, I was at that weight for like five days and really swollen. So we, there was a health, there was a health problem there. There was a, a real health risk where, you know, maybe my kidneys were, my kidneys were starting to hurt. They were starting to shut down. And, um, you know, when you're not performing at a certain weight class and you're putting your body, um, through a lot of damage, it's time to go back up. And I went back up to 35 and that's my better weight. And I performed way better. It seems like you're at the, the optimal weight class. You know, your training yeah. camp has been going well. Uh, you live in Bali, which is always a plus for in anybody's book. Um, yeah. What can we expect from you what, after you win this fight? What do you expect mm -hmm. to have for the rest of the year, like your plans? Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in Italy for like two weeks and just hang out with my girlfriend and uh, relax for a little bit, and then I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's a card in Australia. I would kind of like to get on that card. Um, but if not, we'll just take it one step at a time. I'd like to fight, you know, one or two more times before the end of the year and uh, just keep on keep on moving up the ladder in ACB. Well, you know, if you get a win against this guy, this guy is ranked like number six in Russia as a bantamweight. He's, you know, he's, he's beaten some good dudes. So I think this, if you go in there and uh, have an impressive performance, it puts you up the ladder pretty high for close yeah. to a title shot. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see about the title shot. Uh, we'll see. You know, I'm not – in the past, I might have looked past some sometimes of my fights. Never looked past my opponents, but I always were looking for the next thing, you know. Right now, I'm just concentrated on this fight. I don't, I'm not really concerned about anything else and what happens next. Um, I, have, I just got – we just re-signed with ACB, so it's a great contract, and I just want to perform – well in you know my in, in italy where my grandparents are from i really wanted this it's an amazing opportunity to be the main event in italy i'm so grateful for it and i just want to perform to the best of my ability yeah april uh 21st italy yeah. acb 85 yeah. you're headlining it's a major major opportunity thank you for your time anthony yeah thank you john